Hey, producer Blake here. Before we start this episode, just wanted to say that we had some technical difficulties this week in recording this week's episode. We apologize and should be back to our normal quality next week. Thank you, and we hope you enjoy this week's new episode. RT, why does this always happen? Every time we go to start a new podcast episode, I'm laughing at the very beginning. Well, you are. Not everyone's laughing in this room today. No. I think there's about 75% of us are laughing. Yeah. Anyway, so this is the episode that we talk about bringing our wives in on. I don't know if it's podcast suicide or if this is what makes us go viral, but let's see what happens today, right? Let's see. Let's introduce these two uh, strong women that reel in the tough men of faith. Go ahead and introduce them, Nick. I've got my wife, Rachel. Hello. And... You've got your wife, Karen. She's not going to say much today. She said we're probably just going to hear her breathing on the microphone. <laughs> She's not saying anything. It's going to be the creepiest thing when you and I start talking and we just hear... <sighs> anyway. See, look, everybody's laughing. Everybody's laughing, great. though. Okay, let's get into it. Uh, before we do, though, one thing is I, I yeah. heard that you've let Rachel's cat out of the house. Oh, uh, no. Wait, wait, we want to hear from Rachel, not you. Rachel, I heard that Nick has let your cat out of the house twice this week. Uh, yeah, two nights in a row now. Yeah, and um, the, the audience is interested to know They're not. what what mm-hmm. Nick would do when the cat's uh, not in the house. You know what? He's right here. He can uh, demonstrate for us what, <laughs> what he does to get the cat to come back inside. Okay, let me just start this off. If something eats my wife's pet cat, I <laughs> am going to pay big time. Okay. So I go out and chase this cat around at night to get it back in the house so nothing eats it. Yeah. You know, we live on a couple acres surrounded by fields, and I just, I don't want some coyote to come eat this cat in the middle of the night, and there would just be a big fur mess in the backyard. Nick, I hate to interrupt you, but I want to interrupt you here. I hear that you're not just out there chasing the cat, but that you have a, a noise you make to try to bring the cat. Like, I, didn't, I never had, we never had a cat. What'd you call it, Karen? A cat call. A cat call. Okay. <laughs> Can you, I can't even do it right now. I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> Rachel, can you sh- tell us what Nick sounds like? Or we just want to wait till Nick can do So, it? have you seen the movie Meet the Parents? Uh, I think it's Robert De Niro and Ben Stiller. I have. I don't want to yeah. admit to it, but yeah. Anyway, I think Ben Stiller lets Robert De Niro's cat out of the house. And he goes outside and he's like, come on, jinxy cat. He's like, nyum, nyum, nyum. <laughs> anyway, that's the noise I make when I'm out in the dark looking for the cat in the middle of the night. So, so that's where that came from. <laughs> yeah, that's where it comes from. Now, if there's a huge sound bite out there of it, I'm sure Blake's going to use this in the future to edit me. There's more. That's not the only noise you make. No, we're not getting into the rest of them, okay? <laughs> we Stop this, okay? <laughs> you asked us to be on here. <laughs> this did. was Nick's idea. Anyway. I'm just wondering, like, Nick looks nervous. Do you guys notice that? I'm nervous now. Like, I tell you guys about my personal life, but not stuff like the noises I, not the cat calls I make. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Anyway. We need to get into the material. Where are we so going maybe? today? Because this Here's, feels like it's getting derailed. Here was the thought process. Is that cat calls. How many episodes in are we? About 42. 42. So we thought we'd bring our wives in, and then they could just correct everything that we said has been wrong the last 42 episodes. Of course, this is going to be... much time. Karen hasn't listened to an episode yet, so... Really? Have you listened? Yeah, but not to all 42. Yeah. Wow. Like, Some support she, network. She's listened have. to two. She made through episode zero and one. <laughs> She said, I'm done. If this is what you guys are going to do, I'm out. But Rachel, you've listened to them all. Like, you've heard of them. I, yeah. Because you write Nick's material. Sometimes. That's what I thought. Yeah. I also have to, you know, be aware of what's being said about me. 
Um, yeah, you know, producer Blake and I try to control him. He's just uncontrollable. <laughs> He's just a loose cannon. Yeah. yeah. So we thought we'd bring him in to um, kind of talk about what women or what, yeah, what women wish men knew. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think what, last week we talked about marriage. We did? And um, I think we hit on some really good topics. What was it? It was, uh, I don't even remember the title, something about getting engaged or something. Present and engaged. Present and engaged. Look at what Karen listened to. She listened to that episode. So, and then I thought this week it'd be fun to bring the wives in and talk about how awesome we are being present and engaged. Okay. And we could give some other men some advice from a woman's point of view. Yes. Yeah. I, I think part of that's true. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so we're just going to throw it to you guys. We'll jump in occasionally. Yeah. Um, but what is it that you, that women wish men do? Or maybe even like beginning of marriage. How long have you guys been married? Six years. Six years. Six happy, happy years. Six happy years? Yeah. Happy, happy. Happy, happy years. Yeah. Been great. Yeah. yeah. Rachel? <laughs> Mostly happy. Yeah, right. <laughs> we hit 20 yesterday. That's awesome. 20 happy, happy years. Happy, happy, happy <laughs> years. Uh, well, we went, we went, we went away by ourselves. Jamaica. Nice. Yeah. Thanks. That's a pretty cool trip. Yep. Good oh. trip. We're going to jump into this. That's Caribbean, oh, right? Carib. I think so. I don't know. Yeah. We just flew down there. I've only been down that way once. I went to Puerto Rico like a year or so ago. Yeah. It was really nice. That's my story. Interesting. All right. <laughs> okay. So here's what we want to know. Yeah. What do women wish men knew? We're throwing this to Rachel and Karen. Nick and I will provide commentary. Nick will let you know if you're right or wrong. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think Karen should go first because she's got more experience. Yeah, what's something, Karen, that you think that women wish men knew? And we know you don't speak for all women. Yeah. A lot of things kind of go together. So, like, the importance of, like, quality time or, like, making your wife the priority in your life. Nice. Quality time. Quality time. I enjoy quality time. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Is that... <laughs> I didn't think she'd lead with that, but... <laughs> yeah. Usually it's something we finish with. <laughs> All right. Uh, so quality time. Do you want to expound on that? We still do date nights or mm-hmm. date days or any time that we get a chance because we have kids. Really? So, you have to ignore him. All right. So it's you, you'll get used to it. Like you're very good at most things. Thanks. But I know that you mentioned even in another episode about like your phone. Yeah. So even if it is just me and you or the husband and the wife, if the phone is still there, it's almost like another presence and not just the quality time with your spouse. Yeah. So are you saying it's okay if I'm on my phone or you no. prefer? Okay. <laughs> she doesn't want the other person in the relationship. Though. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. The phone's a struggle. Quality time's a good one. I think the phone's a struggle though for a lot of people. It's just so easy and convenient. You know, you just pull out your phone and just start scrolling and I do. I've been known to do this from time to time, where I act engaged, but I'm sitting here saying, "Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah." Uh-huh. Uh, what was that? What yeah. did yeah. you say? Uh, I didn't hear you. Yeah, so, that's. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, it's good advice, Karen. Yeah, all the time. What's another one? Ray, you got anything? Well, when you are spending quality time with her, if she's telling you about your day or her day, don't tell her to chill out or calm down when she's upset. Maybe she's had a bad day. Chill out. It will make your home frosty, probably. Yeah. That's probably her. some really good advice for someone. I agree. What about chillax? Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> what she needs is for you, for her, those feelings that she's feeling in that moment are real, whether they seem rational to you or not. So validate her feelings in the moment. 
she might realize it's not such a big deal tomorrow, but in that moment, she needs you to validate her feelings because they are very real to her. That's very good advice for somebody out there. I hope they pay attention. Very good. Yeah. I really like that you said whether you think they're rational or not, right? But it's important to her, so yes. it should be important to you. Right. Yes. Yeah, that's good. Don't say chill out. Don't say chill Yeah. Got it. Or calm down. Take a chill pill? No. No. Okay. I've always been a big fan of calm down. <laughs> or is it your time? Yeah. <laughs> Never ask that one. Even if you know. Um, Just stay away from that one altogether. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um. I'm guessing that Karen just brought that up out of thin air like it's never happened before. But, you know, if it had, we sound like a couple of idiots over here in this marriage thing. Yeah. Surprising that you made it 20, 20 years and me six. There are some things I, I would have probably said at year two. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't say you're 20. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. I probably say some things at year six, like chill out, that, you know, year 20, I probably won't say those things anymore. Well, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have gotten better. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely see? gotten better. Still room for improvement. But. So, what's something that you girls wish someone would have told you about marriage before you got married? I think one thing that you and I learned was that. You wanting your alone time and personal space. Yeah. Um, it wasn't necessarily, I don't want to be around you. It was just that you just needed some time to yourself. Yeah. I definitely took that personally at first. And um, that was a lesson for me to learn that not that I had to be around you every waking moment, but when you didn't want to be around me, it wasn't about me. It was about you needing that time. Yeah. Like I never understood the idea of man caves before. And I see people put in man caves in their houses. I just didn't get it. But I do enjoy that time by myself. And, uh, you know, whether it's just, you know, couch TV, whatever I want to watch, whatever it is, I just, um, just a little bit of time to myself is great. Yeah. Sorry you took that personally at first. That's something I learned too. Is like, it was odd because I lived by myself for 15 years before I got married. We got married and we didn't live together before we got married. And once we got married... <laughs> It's like she never went home. <laughs> she was always around. <laughs> Which is funny because I remember our engagement very differently because it was always, oh, I, I wish you didn't have to go home. Yeah, no, that's exactly what it was. That's how it felt until before. We, I think it's what he's saying. Until we yeah. got yeah, married. Yeah. Like after a few weeks, it's like, okay, like, don't you have somewhere else to go? <laughs> and like, I don't mean anything bad by it, but it kind of goes back to that whole, I like my space too. And. You're always around. <laughs> I, I think part of that, too, while I was learning to not take that personally, um, I'm, I'm a bit of a planner. Oh, yeah. Um, Nick uh. is not. So uh, one thing that, that we struggled with in the beginning was he likes Spontaneity. to go. <laughs> I like to be spontaneous. She doesn't know how to spell that word. Actually, I Much less I use it. With at no. all. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Let's see how wrong I can get it today. <laughs> I was actually going to say uh, there'd be times where you'd want to go hang out with the guys and go golfing. And I did not realize that a golfing adventure could last all day. Or Sometimes it takes 8 to 10 hours to get through 18 holes. It's crazy. <laughs> so me being the planner that I am. Those par 5 courses we have in Indy, you know, they just take forever. <laughs> I'm sure. So as, as a planner, you know, I want to know, okay, if you're not going to be home for a few hours, then I can go do my own thing. Or mm. do I need to make dinner for you when you get home? Or are we fending for ourselves? And you took that as 
I recall you said that you took that as me checking in on you and that sort of thing. Whereas right. I needed a babysitter. Yeah. 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 Cause you, you're so used to that uh, bachelor lifestyle. Yeah, so just realizing that it's our like separate the movie lives. Part when he's riding in on the horse and he's yelling, freedom. I lost that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought you guys were here to help control Nick today. So, so. Right. That's, you hey, definitely aren't reining him in. I have a blue marker if you want to do the paint your face tonight, oh, like Mel cool. Gibson. Wouldn't yeah. that be cool? Hey, right around my new unicycle. <laughs> <laughs> Nick did get a unicycle yesterday. I did buy a unicycle yesterday. Um, so we talked about this a couple weeks ago, about talents. Mm-hmm. And I said, like, unicycling. And you said, no, you should never buy a unicycle. You already have one head injury. You should never. <laughs> so you went about a You should never attempt this. I'm like, okay, challenge flag. Um, yep. I'm going to buy a unicycle. So I bought a unicycle. I rode it around last night for about an hour. Not around. When I say around, I mean six inches forward, six inches backwards, six inches forward, six inches backwards. You know, until I realized that I need a helmet. So I have not been on it since I'm, I haven't ordered a helmet. Can we go live on like Tough Men of Faith pay- Facebook page? Yeah, maybe like after riding? I learn to ride the unicycle, okay. I will take like a short couple minute video okay. and I'll post it on okay. Facebook. Not yet. I mean, this thing, this thing is dangerous. This is <laughs> life okay. insurance. People beware. People with unicycles need to be written a different kind of policy it's the same policy as skydiving scuba diving you know race car drivers all those idiots they need you know, unicycles need to be grouped in are you gonna start guys. dressing like a clown i'm not right? no yeah. I'm, I'm never gonna juggle you know but uh i just thought it'd be fun if i could ride a unicycle it would be fun if i could ride it it's gonna be a while we'll see all right so back back we brought yeah. the ladies in here to talk today and you and i are taking the conversation yeah. what um so what's some other things that that you wish so remember this podcast is to men right so we're, right. we're telling men like Here's some things, some good points from some women. So what's some other points you'd like to drive home? I mean, this is your guys' opportunity. Yeah. Just to tell the guys what you're thinking. I mean, yeah. Yeah, this is the perfect time. This is your whiteboard. Yeah. You know, you can just put everything out there that you've ever wanted guys to know. Yep. To, it's there. That's clean. Yep. Um, you know. And all 15 of our listeners will hear it. Yeah. So it's- <laughs> <laughs> I'd t- one of the things that I would say is like, I mean, we didn't live together either before marriage, so it was just very So you never different. went home. <laughs> <laughs> like, we were actually in different states before we were married. Oh, yeah. So. Um, Get me on Christian Mingle. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, but we were just, it was just two very different people coming together, like your whole entire life. Yeah. So like living together, the, the, the cleanliness, the not cleanliness, the organized, the not organized, the, I like this for dinner. I like this for dinner. The, I want to do this. I want to do this. I go to bed at this time. I go to bed this time. Like just trying to to bring it all together. together. And so, so even some of it will be sacrificial. Like, so you sacrifice this for them kind of like the in compromise sacrifice. You learn a lot of patience in those times. I think the first couple of years of marriage is probably the toughest. Maybe the first year or two years. I mean, we're only six in, so I don't know. I mean, you know, we haven't even hit the milestones yet. But, I mean, those first two, those were the tough ones. We also had significant life events happen in those first two years. So, I think that compounded the difficulty, but brought us closer together. Right. But, yeah, like, like Karen was saying, I think my wanting to plan, I needed to relax that a little bit. And as we combined our lives together you know if you're gonna go hang out with the guys for five hours or one hour just let me know so i can so communication i'm learning so much are you learning a lot i might make it to 20 years yeah with the lessons i'm learning today yeah yeah i was just gonna say another big one 
for me and I, a lot of the women friends that I have is just wanting to feel safe. Like RT is my safety, my safe place in, I mean, not just like physically, like in the home safe, like if a burglar comes in or whatever, but just like, he's my safe place to go. Yeah. No matter what. Like emotionally too, not just quickly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think men are wired that we're supposed to be that way, but that's. Yeah. But I have a hard time on the emotional part. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if people are being irrational. Not that they are, but or have been, but you know, if they are being irrational, I have a hard time with the emotional part. Well, they're being irrational in your mind, right? Exactly. Right. So it's completely rational, right? Maybe, but you're thinking, I can solve this because I've heard that women love it when you try to solve their problems when they're talking <laughs> to you. I don't know what women you're talking to. <laughs> I think we've talked about this before. We as men are wired to be fixers, and you don't need us to fix your issue. Well, right that, away. they're here. You just need to talk about it. Well, is that like is that not true? That we want you to fix it? Yeah. When you're telling not us your problems? Not oh, necessarily. Okay. I mean, I've asked you before for advice on yeah. things, but not always. Huh. Sometimes yeah. we just need to vent. You know, maybe you could say, would you like a solution? And if we say no, don't keep trying to give one anyway. Okay. Well, can we just quit talking about it if you say no? Because <laughs> that's how guys are wired. <laughs> yeah, you can quit talking and listen. Uh, <laughs> that's a good one. Nice job. <laughs> so I think we've got that one figured out. Yeah. What else? Anything else you guys have that you think, hey, we really wish men knew this? One thing that Nick's actually pretty good at. Uh, there we go. <laughs> can't say he's too good at it. She can or, count all know. these things on one hand, but <laughs> let's hear what you got. <laughs> well, one thing is um, I see this with guys and girls. Uh, a lot of people will get used to somebody complaining about their spouse, and then it just becomes a like male bashing session. Let's bash the men in our lives or bash the women in our lives, you know, and... Um, Instead of complaining about your spouse, you could set the example and build them up. Talk about the things that your spouse is good at. I think that uh, that's something that whether you say something good or bad, uh, it will always come back to your wife one way or another. And uh, actually, a lot of Nick's family and friends, our family and friends, have told me that he actually does say nice things about me. Maybe maybe not to my face all the time, but behind my back, he actually does speak highly of me. They've all been paid really well. Um, (laughs) I'm glad that they're saying the right thing. <laughs> You're right. I do say good things about you all the time. I like to uh, I like to build you up. I like to paint a really good picture. I feel like a Bob Ross as far as painting a picture of marriage. Let's put a little happy little tree over there and a happy little cloud over here. And marriage is great. And everybody should do it. I've had some friends. They're like, how good is marriage? It's pretty good, gentlemen. And they're like, really? Like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. It's uh, one of the best things I've ever done. Well, this has been good. Yeah. We'll have to have you guys back on again sometime. Yeah. All right. We're going to go ahead and wrap this up here because it's going long. Yeah, we're going to run out of time. We, we're running out of time. So and, uh, if our listeners are anything like us, I'm good for 15 to 25 minutes of listening, and then I'm going to get really bored with it. You're talking about listening in general, not because your wife's on here, right? Oh, yeah. It's just anything. Yeah, okay. Just, okay. Just want to help you out. If, I, if I'm going to a, listen to a presentation somewhere, you got me for 15 to 25 minutes max, and I'm out after that. Listen. You don't need to tell me that. You sit in the second row when I'm preaching, right? You know. 15 minutes, I try to wrap it up. I will start snoozing on you done. if you go any longer. All right, we're going to wrap this up. Next week, the wives are going to be back on talk a little bit more about some other things. I can't wait. All right, see you guys.